0: sports yeah. <laughs> the final frontier these are the voices of the sinner and the saint Football! Yeah! <laughs> their weekly mission to provide hot takes medium takes mild takes to boldly go where no show has gone before luke anderson why is there laughing why is it funny Will Darkens. That's the that's the tackler. <laughs> Presented by Busters Barbecue. For real deal barbecue, check out BustersBarbecue.com. The Center and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan, the radio.com app, and 1080thefan.com.
2: All right, welcome in hour two. Center Insane, if you missed anything from hour one, uh, there will be a podcast available for you to download or stream. Just go to radio.com, pull it up in your radio.com app, or go to 1080thefan.com. All of those places will have it available for you. Before we get into Super Bowl talk, I need to read you a story that delighted me. Man steals speaker to get arrested and avoid getting married to his girlfriend. Smart. This man uh, in China was getting cold feet and wasn't able to break up with his girlfriend, so he decided to become a petty criminal and got himself arrested. He told police uh, that he wanted uh, to do this instead of breaking up. That way, her and her family would call the whole thing off, and he didn't have to get married. That's awesome. Isn't that fantastic? Good for him. Guilt-free conscience. Yeah, I mean, sure, I'm a criminal now, but at least I'm not married to her. Can't imagine
1: what a Chinese wedding would be like.
2: Probably fantastic. You think so? Yeah, I think it'd be delightful. I mean, obviously there are different, uh, you know, demographics over there. Different regions probably have different. Yes, they're different Chinese. Wear
1: white. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's rich Chinese people. Yeah, you're Chinese trying to like people. skirt around it.
2: No, what I'm saying is, like, dude, if you if you if you went when you think of like a fill in the country wedding, right? Do you, did you? Okay, does your brain automatically go to, like, a high-dollar Indian wedding? Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't know how how rich these families were, but immediately my brain goes to, oh, yeah, dude, they're probably lavish. But that's the case for any country because for some reason you always go, you think of expensive weddings.
1: You ever think of, uh, or I'm sorry, did you ever see um, uh, Crazy Rich Asians? I never did. Yeah, that was about a wedding, and it was pretty extravagant. Yeah,
2: my, pretty... is my big fat Greek wedding? Is that one an extravagant wedding too? I never no, watched that one either. No, that's just
1: about like her annoying Greek family. Yeah, which I, I guess the dad in that movie he puts Windex on like anything he has to make wrong it shine. with his body. Oh jeez, like he has like a sore elbow and he soaks it Windex. All right, I feel like the, every dad has that, like the weird cure for like common ailments. Huh, I wonder what mine is. Like, mine's Aquafora. I'm not a dad yet, but, like, if you go get, like, a little bottle of it, it's been around since the 30s, but, like, it's this cream that soothes itching. Like, yeah. I use it for everything. Like, if my knee's sore, I'll just kind of rub it on that. But My wife uses lavender <laughs> for everything or, like, the, she... little, the little extracts. Yeah.
2: Um, but she gets those from her grandma. And then, so every time she sees her grandma, they always exchange like these little vials. Mm. And I'm like, man, there's gonna be something in one of those that's gonna get a stop at the airport. And we're not making it back home. But it's like lavender, peppermint extract. And then she just puts a little on her temple when she can't sleep. A little bit on, her, a little bit, a little bit on the bottom of the foot if you get an itch behind your ear or something. I don't know what they all do. But that's weird. Super weird. I don't know what they all do. But there's a whole book on where you put the oils versus what's going on. Anyways. <laughs> um my dad always had us putting aspirin cream in our <laughs> <trees>. <laughs> so so my my dad's thing which was which was always funny sort of i figured um but good shout out there uh 55305 if you want to share your dad's crazy ideas my dad every time one of us fell down or got hurt he always asked us if we needed arthroscopic surgery oh like sarcastically yeah it was always like oh what do you need arthroscopic surgery? And uh, I hurt my shoulder. <laughs>
1: That's weirdly specific. Well, it's,
2: but it's also, it's like the football thing, right? It's like you watch enough sports. It's, you know, you, you hear that term over and over again. So now when one of the grandkids falls over, he goes, what do
1: you need to go in concussion protocol? Do we need to get out the tent? Oh my god, He is totally changed. Dude. <laughs> it's my dad. Your dad is so anti-woke. Anti-woke, God, dude. That's bad. You you can't joke about concussions. You know, that's even what though he We did in like two segments ago about Antonio Brown.
2: So I hurt my shoulder, and my dad asked how it was. And I go, oh, they think I might have to have arthroscopic surgery. He's like, yes, finally, one of my kids. And I decided not to do it because I don't do anything with my left shoulder that needs it to be surgically repaired. Mm. But yeah, when they finally they finally said arthroscopic surgery, he was so excited about it. So,
1: what do you got? CTE or something? He d- that's what he does. Are you getting more distant and irritable with family members? My, fa- my favorite dad joke. to
2: violence. My favorite dad joke that I haven't got to use on my kids yet because they don't demand things like we used to. Hey, Dad, make me a sandwich. My dad. Didn't they desired. want Christmas gifts and you didn't give them any? No, I didn't oh. tell them they got to ask for whatever they wanted. Oh, intentionally. that's right. Yeah. what I did. <laughs> so he goes, "What did your kids ask for for Christmas?" Like, I didn't tell them they get to ask for whatever they want from Santa Claus. Then I'd have to fulfill it. They're three. They can do that next year. They'll get the whole thing figured out. Um, But my dad's thing was always like, hey, dad, could you make me a sandwich? He'd go, poof,
1: you're a sandwich. He'd wave uh, his hand.
2: That's my favorite terrible screw dad joke.
1: you is my response to that. <laughs> a similar what? one on the text line. Every single time my dad asks if we want something and we say yes, he finds it funny to just say, get it yourself. That is an awful dad line, too. Yeah. I, uh, they're infuriating, but I know that once yeah. I have kids and I start using you, them, yeah. I'm gonna love them. I think they're great. Yeah,
2: want in one hand, s in the other. See What's which that? gets what. I don't get that. Want in one hand. Yeah. Poop in the other. See which gets full first is what my dad would say too. The, what? Yeah, well, you Try don't get again. it. again. What? Want in one hand. Okay. Dump in the other. You're saying want. Want. Okay. Want in this hand. Alright, I see it. Now poop in that hand. Okay, a little poop. Tell me which one gets full first. I, what, <laughs> what is that? It's it's the What's it's, going on? it's a dad response. What the hell? Yeah, you can sit and want want hold this hand open for want. Okay. And see how long it takes for it to get full. Okay. And then take a duke in the other one. And see which one gets full first.
1: Okay, but what is that even? Be? What is going on there? Why? Whose <laughs> poop is it? Is it mine? Yes, you. Is it the dad? No, it's yours. crapping in my hand?
2: You poop in your own hand. You've never heard that term? I've never heard one that. One of my dad's favorites. That is a, what the hell? Yeah, it's a basically, don't tell me what you want. I don't care. Mm. I'm not going to do anything about it. Go but poop crap my... in your hand yeah, and I'll be okay exactly. with it. You go do that.
1: That is insane.
2: Got, I've got an alternative to you to you telling me what you want. It's basically what it is. Okay. Okay. Do we get enough dad things out? Do we have more? Oh now they're all coming. <laughs>
1: no nope, horrible dad response. Okay. Yeah. Somebody very aptly saying I don't get it because of the CTE. <laughs> that could be it. I am getting angry.
2: Neosporin solved everything in our family. My, yeah, my, wife, my wife one likes one too. Neosporin, too.
1: Neosporin is Neosporin's a good works. like for any cut. Yeah. Like, literally any cut. It could be, like, so wait, really deep, and you got to go to the hospital, so and you it's like, yeah? Like, eh, screw it. Neosporin. You
2: say use Neosporin, what it's designed for? What? Just healing cuts. It does.
1: Right, but, like, yeah. there's some cuts where it's like, no, you need to go get stitches. But for me, I'm just kind of like, no, throw the Neosporin on. Uh, It'll be fine. But
2: you go butterfly Band-Aid, then Neosporin. I hate
1: those. I hate those Band-Aids. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Also, I've used Band-Aids recently, and they're getting increasingly difficult to open. Like, it's a problem. Yeah. Like, I cut my finger a bunch recently because we got <laughs> a a new knives. I've been cutting my finger, and the Band-Aids are tough. Just saying. You're having a hard time with Band-Aids? It's making me mad. All right, we
2: move on. I think, uh, I, might, I, think I might go hit someone. I've got a petition uh, that is being circulated to change the Super Bowl experience that we all know and love. And Uh, it's a 16 year old kid that started. We'll see if you agree with him. And I've got the best Super Bowls uh, top to bottom. We'll do both. Next center and Saint 10, 80 to fan fan text line, five, five, three Oh five. Keep your dad stories uh, coming. They're great. One time my dad bought icy hot meant for horses. It's like the atomic bomb of icy hot and it's not meant for humans. This, wait, what? Wait, wait, Icy Hot makes a horse edition? They have a, a horse version of Icy I'm reading the text. I'm not sure. But I will tell you that... Uh, does Shaq endorse it? Or? Probably does. Uh, my my family grew up on a dairy farm. My mom still works for the farm, but she used to always use the products meant for the cows at home. She was uh, One in particular was Utter Bomb. She, she oh, loved, for the nips! She loved the yeah for the yeah. the cow nips, but she'd put it on that uh, dry skin and oh. she'd use it instead of Vaseline. But she loved her utter bomb.
1: I've heard that when women are pregnant, they use the cow utter bomb for their nips. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but
2: she would use it for uh, multiple uses. Uh, the other thing she used is a scare task, tactic. Tactic. Uh, there's this pair of pliers that. Uh, Four prongs would open the uh, rubber band. Looked like a Cheerio. The one they use to castrate
1: the bulls. And you'd put it on your nips.
2: No, uh, if we didn't make curfew, uh, waiting on our pillow, my mom would just go to sleep. She wouldn't wait up for us or anything. She'd just leave it on our pillow. There would be the uh, little. And then she would cast your nips. Castration thing. No, castration is not nips,
1: dude. It's your testes. Ow.
2: Yeah, I know. So she'd leave. So the, did
1: she cut your balls off?
2: No, she would leave the thing oh. that she'd use to cut off the balls of the cows. And just she, uh, go, hey, listen, one of the bulls, I would suppose. Are you sure she didn't? Positive. I have children. I think they're mine. I don't know, man. I'm doing that without balls. So, anyways, we'll keep an eye on uh, for clever your things. Your balls? Clever things oh. that your dad used to say. Or your balls. We I don't can know. keep an eye on your balls if you <laughs> keep want. talking about my balls as long as you want. You show I don't know, man. You're the one that wanted to talk about nips. No. I don't think I was. You get derailed pretty quick when nips come up. Though. That's not true. Yeah. Any Anything that comes with uh, you know, the forbidden uh, pieces,
1: you get all excited. Nips aren't forbidden. I'll show you my nip right now. See yeah. it? Nice. It's huge. Lighter than I expected.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, all right, so one teen has started a petition that is gaining tractions as we lead up to the Super Bowl. Have you seen this, young man? Mm. So, Frankie Ruggery, 16-year-old, has started a pet- petition uh, to have Super Bowl Sunday turned into Super Bowl Saturday. Ah, yes. the The annual petition. So, well, I didn't know that there's been a petition. Uh, This young man already has 35,600 signatures, and this was before it was published in USA Today. Uh So we've had the conversation before, but would you sign the petition as if it's going to do any good? Well, hey, I guess the congressional hearing got uh, the pass interference rule changed for the Saints, (laughs) so why not try to introduce legislation to get the Super Bowl moved to Saturday? I would be more in favor of going Monday after the Super Bowl national holiday.
1: Yeah, I would go that route, too. And honestly, I have no problem with the Super Bowl being on Sunday and going to work the next day. I don't think it's really that big of a deal. Yeah, but you don't drink. Well, even when I did.
2: When you were 16, you might have thought differently. When you were in your heavy drinking days.
1: 16? (laughs) This kid's 16. Yeah. to me it's kind of like I like going into work the next day because then you get to kind of distract yourself all day with the media machine that is yeah. reaction Monday exactly and like, I- I'll be honest if I have the day off I'm probably not going to pay attention to that yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like I- I'm not going to actually go sit on the couch and then like watch ESPN or like listen to radio shows doing that like I'm going to use that media to distract me from what I'm doing at work and and, and I like that aspect of it. Like, I don't think it's that big of a deal to go to work hungover. It's, no, it's, it's not it's a Monday. Who cares? You don't even get a lot done.
2: Yeah. Who's not hungover every other Monday of the year. Um, but the other thing is not just. Whoa. really? It's not just a media part of it. It's you, you get, to, it's the water cooler conversation that basically carries the day. Like whatever your job is, if you interact with customers, if you interact with other business, dude, you have an excuse to make every conversation 15 to 45 minutes longer to talk about the Super Bowl. Everybody watched it. Even if you don't like the game, you can talk about the halftime show or the commercials or whatever it is or your party. What'd you do? Yeah. Um yeah, exactly. So it's a it's a fun day to actually go into work and
1: not do all that much work. Yeah, I just uh, yeah. Shut up, kid. And see that same thing happened with um you know, the uh with the playoff games that were on Saturday. Yeah. Like I I didn't really get a lot of reaction after it because Sunday was the next day and I guess the NFL was on. But at the same time, like I I just kind of tuned out because I don't know, maybe I'm different, but I feel like Sunday for me or any weekend day is such like i I'm removing myself from news and media for the most part. Well, wouldn't
2: that make sense for the college football playoff to move to the Monday night before the national championship game. Then you get more of the attention to your point. Don't get eclipsed by everything going on with it. Have the doubleheader Monday night game. Mm. Works fine in the NFL. Not a bad idea right there. Yeah. Let's start that petition. Oh, right. (laughs) Is there anything in sports that would get you upset enough that you would start or sign a petition?
1: Mm. Get cheating out of baseball? I think if the NFL allowed the Saints to replay that game. (laughs) If they didn't. Yeah, but if they did. Like, if the NFL, for some reason, found it necessary to replay that that game or that play or, like, the last five minutes or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would enrage me enough that I would either boycott the NFL or or something.
2: Yeah. But that, that, did, that, that would, didn't happen. You just made up a scenario. Well, like, you're try to, asking
1: me. Try, I
2: am. I'm trying to think of something in that happens in sports that infuriates you. I would sign a petition to eliminate the automatic first down. The on penalties there why? was a cause there was a third and what 22 and there's a five yard holding call that became a first down uh, last Sunday. Yeah. High risk.
1: I like that. I like the idea that NFL has high risk. That's why i I'm like okay the with spot kit.
2: foul, but the automatic first down to me is, is the one thing, the one thing in sports that just infuriates me. Cause if you have a fourth and 27, and somebody holds. Listen, I'm I'm with you that it's a dumb play and you shouldn't be holding in that scenario. Put your pre-event. Everybody stand on the the yard marker and don't let anybody pass. I get all that. But man, for a ticky tack foul to be an automatic first down ever, dude, give them five yards. They get to replay the down. You still get another try and you keep doing it. You keep moving up. But I don't like. I like the idea of you have to earn a first down. That's the, the one thing and it's certainly in the NFL that bugs me that I would sign a petition for. I, I like- wouldn't start it but I'd sign it.
1: I like the idea that the NFL embodies that high risk type of play. And that's, that's what it is. It's the fact that like the margin of error to make mistakes is so razor thin that you can give up that much. It's the same thing as two feet in bounds. Yeah. You have to get everything in bounds to do it. That's why I like the onside kick so much when they had the running start, the amount of risk is insane in it, but Uh, that's the fact it's a gladiator sport.
2: But, but if you eliminated the automatic first down, okay. You'd get another third and 20 or 17 or whatever after so a third and 22. So you saying
1: eliminated for every
2: penalty? Yeah, so there's it's, it's pass interference and defensive holding are automatic first down penalties. Okay, but would you do it for say like um targeting? No, I would eliminate the automatic first down For everything. For everything. You get to replay the down already on a defensive penalty. Why do you ever have an automatic first down? To me, it's dumb. Especially if if you put yourself in that hole and then you just get bailed out by it. That's the one penalty, the one Mm. thing in the NFL that drives me absolutely insane. I'd have to disagree with you on that. You're fine.
1: Especially on there. I I could see it for, like, the holding thing, fair. But, like, targeting or, like, a personal foul. is, Is targeting an automatic first down? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean,
2: I guess that's a, a personal, personal foul, foul is
1: an automatic first down.
2: I don't know, man. You give somebody 15 yards and you don't get to a first down. Cool. Now it's don't use your head. I know, but now it's third and seven. Cool. Like I'd rather watch a third and seven mm. than a first down, especially when that happens in the inside the goal line. And now you get three more attempts from the one.
1: drives me crazy anyways so wait are you uh because this is kind of going back to good versus evil right like so are you not okay with the fourth and 15 idea no i'm okay with that idea instead of an onside kick you go fourth and 15 from your 25 yeah but figure out the down addition so on that if there's a defensive holding call you get a
2: you get a first down Yeah. yeah you see what i'm saying what's wrong with that Make it play again. I know, but make it a make it a fourth and ten. Isn't fourth and ten more fun than automatic first down?
1: But I think the idea with that is that if you continually allow people to replay the downs, like what's to stop somebody from just kind of like like doing a Belichick and just making the game like drag? Because essentially, if it's not an automatic first down and they keep having them replay the down or do like the down and distance thing? Couldn't you just hold every single play and keep having the penalty replay the down until you make the offense exhausted? Yeah, but you would still move forward five yards, ten. So you would a, eventually get a first down, right? Yeah, exactly. It's it, it's
2: not an automatic first down. If the if the penalty takes you beyond the line, it's a first down. But
1: you See, been, I kind of feel like that that you could manipulate that pretty easily because you could you could just drag the like you could exhaust the offense at a certain point and keep getting penalties more and more and more and you keep them on the field and then you just kind of give up a drive and go okay whatever they're going to score who cares you're going to be exhausted the rest. Let of the me game give though. you the
2: scenario that drives me crazy. Though. Okay, you take a bad sack on first down, Russell Wilson. Russell, you, a Russell Wilson sack. Now it's it's second and twenty seven. You run two terrible plays and and now it's fourth and 27, but it's the last minute of the game you're down by 10 whatever okay so you decide to go for it. you've already thrown two terrible passes and haven't gotten anywhere. you didn't do anything to cut the distance in half. and now you have a screen pass that you throw, but somebody was holding on it. It's a five yard penalty, but you get a first down mm. you don't throw you don't even throw at the 27 yards. It wouldn't have been a first down if he caught it. Doesn't matter. You throw a little dump-off pass on fourth down, and you get bailed out because there's a defensive holding. Or there's a pass interference short of the line to gain, but it's an automatic first down. That's the, the scenario where it drives me crazy. If it's fourth and three and you hold, it's a five-yard penalty, it's a first down. I'm just saying. bugs me. Don't old man it. I'm not old manning it. You're old manning it. All right. Works for me. All right. Uh, Super Bowls ranked best to worst or NBA. What do you want to do? Super Bowls, bro. Super Bowls. Right after this. Sport. All right. Welcome back in, Center and Saints. A woman, a German woman, is saved in a Norwegian wilderness area by setting up a Tinder account. Wait, what? So a German woman, she is an adventurer and a professional uh, kite surfer. Mm -hmm. She got lost in the Norwegian wilderness with a couple of friends, and they were trying to figure out how to find a rescue, and one of the uh, gentlemen with her suggested that she set up a Tinder account and put her distress message on there. And within minutes, she got a response, and a man showed up with a bulldozer and saved their RV uh, out of a precarious situation where they were about to fly... Off of the road, or be collided in by another vehicle, uh, and Tinder save the day.
1: Well, that's one way to, <laughs> you know, that awesome. That's, that's pretty that's, sweet. That's it good. <laughs> it's also kind of insane that it's the world we live in, right? The world we live in, and just the idea that, you know, the ability to communicate with anybody at any time—yep—is that easy.
2: And the uh, strongest urge to get a response is, uh, you know, hey, looking for a little uh, action. How about coming safe? Bulldozer and save and- action. How about coming safe? <laughs> are you type in bulldozer action into Tinder, what shows up? Um, but yeah, so she got herself saved. All right. Well, every why si- don't you open up your grinder app and see. Did you see the Dolly Parton challenge? No. The Dolly Parton challenge is sweeping the Internet. I'm surprised that I know about this before you because uh, starting Monday, you'll probably have to do this for all of the fan hosts and uh, and all of the hosts around Intercom with your other job that you no, do. No,
1: the fan hosts are all on AOL. They're literally 20 years in the past.
2: So there's a quartet of pictures uh, of Dolly Parton, one with her all buttoned oh, up. Oh,
1: that. Yeah. Facebook, LinkedIn. Yeah, you that got stupid it. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was kind of uh, about it.
2: Eminem posted one, uh, and instead of Tinder, it was Grinder, and it was him sitting there mostly in the buff holding a uh, simulation. I think it was a stick of dynamite where his
1: stick of dynamite would have been, if mm. you know what I mean. This is a family show. As I we were reminded on the text line earlier. <laughs> We, Which, we apologize to that listener with our extended uh, nipple talk.
2: Macaulay there. Stein. Um, yeah. uh, all right. Every Super Bowl ranked best to worst. But I want to give you some context to this. This is essentially how well every Super Bowl lived up to the hype. So just the what you expected versus what you got. And I'm just going to throw this out here right here right now for anybody that wants to play along at home. Five five three zero five is the fan text line. Uh, the New York Jets winning Super Bowl three over the Baltimore Colts is ranked number nineteen on this list. So a lot of people thinking that that was the one that made it the Super Bowl, the first one they called the Super Bowl. There's not a ton of uh, because of what it meant to the lineage of it. No, just a game. It's what we expected going in. What we got as a result. What do you pick as your uh, favorite? Super Bowl you're what you expect to be the number one on this list. Giants Patriots. No Giants Patriots actually number two that you're talking 2007 because yeah. they did play twice 17 14 uh, win, arguably the biggest upset in Super Bowl history but not the best Super Bowl again entertainment factor of the game playing a big part in this
1: Oh, well, I don't know the Patriots Falcons Yep. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> Those, that that first half was
2: terrible. Yeah,
1: hence why no, I'm, I don't think you rank that one. You can rank it five. That's fine. But you need to rank the Giants one because the I anticipation yep. was far greater heading into that game. It was, are they going to go undefeated? Yep. And, oh, my God, the Giants, a wild card team, might win the Super Bowl. Yep. The Falcons, and they did. Yeah, and they did. And the, and,
2: and the, people forget I, the the helmet sticking to David Tyree's yeah. head and Rodney Harrison desperately trying to rip it from him was incredible. Eli did some uh, Houdini maneuvers to get free, even to throw that ball. And I mean, it wouldn't have mattered in the end because they would have gotten the first down because of the holding.
1: Yes, it's it's a th- it's what third greatest play of all time, easily. What third is greatest. Dallas Clark Dallas Clark's touchdown sure. pass? That one in will the back of the end zone, the leap. Yes, okay, but. I would honestly put that three. I'm sure there's one that's ahead of that. Uh, so maybe Elway's
2: helicopter. Yeah, Elway's. That's that's one of those iconic. He didn't get in the end zone on that, did he? No, but it
1: was the first down. Yeah, but it was.
2: Uh, I know, but I was trying to was remember. Extend
1: the game. Yep. Uh, and
2: it's just, the visual. Yeah. The visual of old man John Elway spinning like a helicopter in the air is crazy. Yeah,
1: I completely disagree with that. I think okay. that's that's a crap pick. I would put that hot. Five highest, and the reason I say that is because the first half was so terrible. Yeah, and the second half, to be quite honest, was still really terrible. <laughs> it was, ju- it just flipped sides. Yeah, it well, wasn't it,
2: competitive. Yeah, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it was two lopsided
1: halves. Yes. yeah, it was. It, it was not. It, that was not entertaining. Now, that would have been incredibly entertaining if we also knew that Tom Brady retired the next year. You know what would have made that it, happened I'd go, okay, yes, one.
2: You know what would have made it better? If the, if the Roles were reversed. If the Falcons did that to the Patriots, that would have been so much cooler. But the Patriots are ready. That was their fifth Super Bowl? Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Top five is... Uh, P1-5 putting in Uh, Titans-Rams. Titans-Rams
2: is number six on this list. Mm -hmm. Uh, New England Patriots uh, over the Falcons, number one. Giants over the Patriots, number two. Patriots over the Seahawks, number three um okay fair uh Niners over the Bengals
1: uh is is
2: number four
1: I would have even put that number three to be quite honest okay uh you know the drive come on no I'm yeah like I said I'm okay with that I mean I'm a
2: Seahawks fan so I kind of recuse myself from voting for the Mm -hmm. Patriots uh uh, Seahawks game Man,
1: I would have put the Seahawks I would have put the Seahawks Patriots over Patriots Falcon yeah Uh, why did they do that I It wasn't a good game. No, it
2: was just because they're basically going, it was the only overtime game ever. And it was the greatest comeback.
1: Oh my gosh. That was incredible. It was so great how the Patriots kicked their ass. And then in the second half, or I'm sorry, the Patriots got their ass kicked in the first half. And then the Falcons forgot how to play football in the second half.
2: Number five. Tell me what you think of this one. Steelers Cardinals.
1: I I understand. Yeah. Great catch. Great. the, The Larry Fitzgerald, Kirk uh, Warner's comeback. Yep. Uh Santonio Holmes catch. Yep. Fitzgerald's touchdown run. I can yeah. understand. Yep.
2: Great game. Um uh, okay. And then uh do you want me to do full top ten? I'll yeah, do it very quickly. Sure. Uh Rams, Titans, Eagles, Patriots, uh, Giants, Bills, uh the, Don't agree with Eagles Patriots. Uh people love the Philly Philly. And it was taking Oh, on- wait, I'm sorry. You mean the second one? Yeah, uh, Philly beat. So I'm saying the winner first. Okay. Philly beating the Patriots. Uh, I thought you meant
1: the uh, Patriots third.
2: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Giants uh, beating the Bills, uh, the wide right um, Patriots Rams, their first win in 2001. uh, And then the Giants uh, beating the Patriots the other time uh, in 2011.
1: Man, I would have put Giants Bills way higher. Yeah and well and that was the first Bills Super Bowl too. So it was the first Bills Fra- Super and it Bowl. Was, uh, you also had Scott Norwood and you also had a defensive game plan which by the way the original book is in the Football <laughs> Hall of Fame because it was so incredibly just it, it was it, it was different thinking. It was the idea that Bill Belichick just went, "Look, I'm not going to do anything schematically different." just hit the crap out of the receiver every time he gets the ball yeah every time we will play the long game in this and it worked um I, that still bothers me that really bothers me that that's they number did one. that with the falcons i thought the Patriots. it would <laughs> and honestly i think if you pull a lot of people out there in terms of best two best super bowls of the last decade the 2010s yeah that, that doesn't enter anybody's consciousness Never i been. think you get every single time seahawks um you get sea Seahawks Patriots. You get Seahawks Patriots, and then after that, I don't know. Yeah, it was, an, incredi- it was an incredible
2: comeback, but the game I remember watching. I just going,
1: oh, what this sucks,
2: and then they started claw their way back. Anyways, um, what's your pick for worst Super Bowl?
1: Worst Super Bowl could have been the last one. Could have also been. <laughs> um, uh, let me Chargers, look for that. Chargers Niners.
2: I do not see. Chargers Niners is 45 out of
1: 53. Yeah, that was a pretty stupid one. But that's um, 45.
2: I mean, there's there's a whole nother eight, uh, nine. I could also pick. Um, I do not see the Patriots. Um, Rams. Patriots Rams. Uh, no, it could, was up towards the top.
1: You could also throw out. Um, you could also throw out Broncos Seahawks or Broncos Panthers. <laughs> Broncos Seahawks is the is the worst. Yes. Yeah. Broncos Seahawks was terrible because <laughs> for some stupid reason the NFL decided to do the Super Bowl in New York. And yeah. It was just so dumb. Well, but it
2: ended up not being the the weather was not a factor in that game.
1: The But the, it was still just like oh, why yeah. are you doing that? Yeah. And then they start playing and you go, "Oh my gosh, Peyton Manning can't <laughs> throw the ball anymore." And the offense on the other side is awful. The, dude, the highlight first, is the first Percy play Harvin. Was, the first play was a safety. Yes,
2: dude, that, was, that game was thirty-six to nothing. It ended up being forty-eight to
1: three. Highlights Percy Harvin. That's it. And I, I doubt you can even really remember that play. You just know that he returned it. The opening, the second half. Yeah, that's it. Like see ya. Man, uh, you know what? The other one, Colts Saints. And I got some people on the text line saying that one too. I wonder why that one wasn't ranked higher.
2: Yeah, that was a great game. It uh, was
1: incredible. Speaking of second half uh, kickoffs, the on
2: Yeah. Your bottom five, uh, Cowboys, Broncos in 77, Dolphins, Vikings in 73, 2000, Ravens, Giants. Yeah. Uh, And then 1971, Cowboys 24 to 3 over uh the Dolphins. So mm. there you go. Yeah. All right, that's your list. Uh, best and worst, it's available out there somewhere. We could probably tweet it out, but I'm not going to because I'm lazy. Uh, we will tell you what to watch this weekend. It's going to be a lot of Pro Bowl stuff from Will. I'll warn you right now. What to watch next, Center and Saint, the Fan.
0: Which is the most exciting matchup in the field of competition? Which game will leave you kicking yourself if you miss it? Which channel should you switch to when the sporting day is gone? Welcome to America's most exciting sports talk radio show segment. It's time for what to watch. Presented by Encore Audio Video. Now hear this. Whether you're looking for a new TV or a custom home theater, start at Encore Showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Now our expert panel, avid television viewer Will Darkins. <laughs> And increasingly out-of-touch father of twin girls, Luke Anderson. Are here to tell you what to watch. Literally, it's what to watch on The Sinner and the Saint. On 1080 The Fan.
2: So I was looking over options for what to watch. I kind of uh, thought about maybe taking a look at what's going on in college basketball, but uh, I really don't care. Uh, Blazers Pacers tomorrow. Oh, that'll be... Does nothing Uh... for me. (laughs) Then I thought about watching maybe Zion Williamson playing uh, tomorrow against the Celtics in the afternoon. That might be smart. But I've got two kids' birthday parties. My uh, nephews both have birthday parties this weekend. They scheduled them off of Super Bowl weekend, which is great. So, honestly, I'm probably not going to watch a whole lot. I'll tell you what I do have circled for next Friday, though, when I looked at the Pelican schedules. John Morant, Zion Williamson, 31st, Friday the 31st, uh, Grizzlies at Pelicans. I think the
1: bigger one is um, Mm – I think it's – Bucks at Pelicans in another week, and that's Giannis versus Zion.
2: Yeah, but don't you want John Morant? Is I've watched a little bit of the uh, the Grizzlies, but I can't help but watch uh, highlights of John Morant. That guy's a stud.
1: Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. So, um, anyways, he, it, he panned out, as they would say. If, if ever I know there was worries because of the smaller school thing, but
2: yeah, one one number one pick, number two pick uh, next Friday. Your first chance to watch those two guys play against each other, and hopefully you get to watch it for a long time. But that. That might be worth watching. So I will say that for Friday since it'll be before we do our next show. So, Will, what are you watching this weekend? How old are your nephews, Journey? Uh, Ooh, that's not a fair question. I don't know. Six and eight? Six and seven? You don't know? I don't know. And my family's probably listening. I should probably know that.
1: Okay. It's called six and eight. That's a, that's a six tough six and birthday. Seven. Six
2: and seven probably.
1: Because it's just about six that time where they're starting to realize that birthdays should be a cool thing, not a family thing. Oh, They're not gonna want me there sweet. Well I'll skip it. They'll they'll like see you there, and they'll be like man I should be doing something way cooler than this Yeah, I, don't know. I feel like that's when it starts setting in cuz every birthday before that it's just like oh my gosh There's cake and presents and we're doing this this is great But then once you get to be like eight nine and ten it's like I should be doing something cool
2: well, I mean my niece turned ten and she did um like a, was it a ninja warrior party or something? I don't know. I didn't go. One of my kids was sick, so I. I but oh, she went to Wonderland. She did the arcade thing in laser tag. That's what mm. it was. Um, so ten, she got to do the cooler thing. So I think at some point uh, they'll probably get to do that. My my brothers are, are and sister are woke. They uh, know what's up.
1: Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> somebody
2: somebody called Will woke on the uh, fan text, and then, uh, then I and, and then you. Corrected their
1: yes, that's right. They said you're Y-O-U-R and then I woke them so hard with the uh, clapback of Y-O-U apostrophe R-E is what (laughs) Uh, you meant. It's
2: quite it was quite good. Uh, So anyway, that's a
1: woke thing to do. Super woke grammar Nazi
2: (laughs) grammar Nazi the person that called you woke. Yes, it's very woke of you Uh,
1: screw them (laughs) I read books only reason
2: I said the word. I don't even know what woke means. I'm pretty don't you I kinda of have an idea it's you're aware of what's going on socially or is it
1: Yeah, it's is just it the sociopolitically
2: idea that or is it like I don't
1: know. It's just the idea that you are very conscious of people's political and social differences. But don't you have to and be vocal about it too? Like you can't be woke to yourself. Well, it's not so much about being vocal. It's about correcting people who are in fact not woke. Yeah, so you have to be vocal about it. You like you're converting people. Yeah, so yes, yeah, so it is vocal. But so you sometimes to... you can't convert people because they're so unwoke. It's like, what am I supposed to do here, bruh? All
2: right, what are you watching this weekend? Pro Bowl, baby. Sweet! No, nah, I'm not going to
1: watch the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? Do they play dodgeball still? Yeah, they were doing that this week. I thought that was kind of cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks to
2: Encore Audio Video. If you want a new home theater, uh, automated uh, uh, lighting, sound, I think I'll t- whatever. I'll
1: tune into the Pro Bowl for like five minutes because I want to see how bad people are not frying. <laughs> Their showroom,
2: Fourteenth and Everett in the Pearl. Uh, that's Encore like, Audio. Like you gotta video.
1: do that, right? You just want to no, see like how bad it is. I really don't care. Just you gonna... don't want to just see how bad it is.
2: No, because like why? Like I mean, it's.
1: No, I don't need to check it out. Are we done? Are you no. done?
2: Uh, what Why do you, you watch You
1: know what the out time is. I don't tell you. What are you watching? I know you never do. Uh,
2: what are you watching outside of sports?
1: Oh, gosh. There's a what new documentary I, that I want just, to just see. plowed through. Uh, the Aaron Hernandez thing last week. Yeah, weekend. you said
2: that was great. I need to start watching that. There's a new HBO documentary that I I wrote down somewhere, but not not anywhere here that I can see. That I needed to see. I can't remember what it is. Oh.
1: I might rewatch Shameless. Shameless is pretty good. All right. All right. You can stop talking.
2: Cool. All right. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week to get you ready for the Super Bowl. But for right now, we're done. Bye
0: bye.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.